Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Luke Tuma Podcast. We are back. I'm here with Chase Zarian. Another week. I am uh, I'm having a good week. I'm not drinking. I'm on a drinking break. Sober October, right? So, sober couple of months. Okay. Sober a few months. And I've been working out and I've been eating healthy, dude. It's a long time coming. There you go. Long time coming. My buddy Sean Finnerty, a uh, very funny comedian, is also on a drinking break. And so is my buddy Anjan and my girlfriend. They all joined in. Sean was the first one to do it, though. I've noticed... Like, guys who drink a lot do these extended drinking breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally wear yourself out with booze and all the time to the point where you're like three or four months. I you need know. a liquor diet. You need like a like a cold turkey for months thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you really should go to AA, but you're just AAing yourself for like a third of the year. And then you're just like, all right, all right, we'll go back. Yeah. But But the thing is, you slim down, get in better shape. And then if you do start drinking, number one, you don't drink as much. And you maintain. Mm-hmm. You maintain. That's right. Yeah. It's funny, dude. My, It's wild. I have way more energy during the day. I feel like I'm 16 again. It's insane. It's only been fucking five, six days. And I'm like hopping mm-hmm. off the walls. Pretty great. And so I have way more energy. And I feel better. I'm happier. I sleep better. I wake up earlier. And then around like 8 or 9 p.m., I get a little like testy and irritable mm-hmm. because that's when i'm used to starting to boost of course i think i noticed uh, my girlfriend was like why are you getting like snippy with me i was like I, I, i've been happy all day <laughs> and then i'm like i guess it's just this is when i start to drink mm-hmm. usually i'll go have a couple couple cocktails <laughs> and uh no dude it's fucking it's pretty good though pretty happy about it i'm glad i'm dude, happy for you very we had a new snapchat show left right center shout out left right center check it out on snapchat yes, launching tomorrow so launching Thursday, September 30th. So check that out. Fellas, ladies, whoever's listening, check that out on Snapchat. But I'm going to be on camera. And it's not like, excuse me, what? It's like close to my face. And I'm like a, the host of like a talk show. And uh, I don't want to be fucking bloated. Right. I can't look at my fucking fat face and know that mm. 3 million people saw it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Snapchat numbers sometimes are crazy. It's like, I don't, dude. Millions of people are going to see me like bloated and hungover. Not happening, dude. I no. can't do it. Yeah. The other thing, dude, is like I was, I've been writing the – I wrote the jokes on Sundays. I'm going to write the jokes every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can't be dr- day drunk watching football and then try to write bits for this show. It's just not happening. It's just not going to work. It will not work, dude. <laughs> it's not going to work. I think even if I started drinking again in like December or something, I would have to not drink on Sundays. That can't be what goes on. Yeah. Right? Probably not. No, dude. I can't fucking – write this shit i have to like keep up with politics and like write about it and stuff mm. like i can't be just hung over it's into the news man yeah dude into the news and politics I'm, I'm proud of the show i'm excited for whoever's listening to watch it and for us to fucking see it um we went to an underground fight club for excuse me what this past weekend here in lit- legit underground like tyler durden style fight club but if it, it, but if everybody in flight club was puerto rican is basically <laughs> what it was if everybody in the movie fight club was a puerto rican from the bronx this is what it was mm-hmm. and we it, it was an indoor soccer arena that i don't know how they arena indoor soccer like facility field basically that they somehow got like for themselves they charged 50 bucks a ticket good amount of people there yeah. And they had bottle service, which were just <laughs> bottles of Patron they bought. Bottle <laughs> service. And they had hookahs. Like, you could get a hookah for the table, mm. which is how you know they're from the Bronx, dude. Every, every like, Dominican, Puerto Rican in, in New York is obsessed with hookah. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. It's, a, it's like a Middle Eastern thing. It, that's how it originated. Mm. Middle East. It's a, hookah's Middle Eastern. 
But then somehow it became very Dominican. Yeah. And I'm not really sure where the transition was. Where that happened. <laughs> Dude, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans in New York hate if you call them the other thing. If they're Dominican, you call them Puerto Rican, they hate it and vice versa. And it's like, mm. guys, I mean, you look very similar. The islands are very close to each other. You sound very similar. And you live in the same neighborhoods. How, how, I mean, a lot of, lot of, lot of vetting I would have to do. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to know the difference, I have to ask awkward questions. So where are you from? You don't want a white guy asking that. Excuse me, sir, where are you from? A lot, lot of, uh, a lot of people think I'm Dominican and or Puerto Rican. Yeah. I get that a lot. I can kind of see it. Yeah. I'm sure you don't get that much. Not much. No. <laughs> Not personally. Do people know you're Armenian? No. They can't. No, because they think of the Kardashians. And yeah, shit. exactly. And like weird looking, like it's almost like Persian looking. Yeah. Nobody really knows that you're Armenian. Just like, what are you? Yeah. I would I probably guess Italian. Yeah. You are. Italian. I got a lot of Italian. Yeah. I would, I would guess Italian or like German or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It was wild though, dude. It was so fucking funny. This underground fight club. They're just dudes. None of them are actual fighters. No. I mean, not even close. They're just dudes. And they don't make the fights until they get there. And so everybody just shows up, and the guy who runs it, this guy Mike, goes, how much you weigh? Who's 155 to 160? This guy's like, I'm 162. And the other guy's, he's like, who else? And this guy's like, I'm like 156. He's like, all right, y'all are fighting each other. (laughs) And then they beat each other up like nine minutes later. Mm -hmm. Like nine minutes later, dude. And he like warned them. He's like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if you get slapped, I'm going to say you got the shit slapped out of you. If you dancing around not punching, I'm gonna play the bachata music. He's like, I look at this like a Harlem basketball game, dog. So like, if you fucking up, I'm gonna tell you, you fucking up. I'm a clown on you. I call this the most disrespectful show on earth. He's literally calling it the most disrespectful show on earth. And then like, during in the middle of one of the fights, he just stopped. He's like, Yo, this is the most disrespectful show on earth. Y'all, y'all getting mad at me because I'm clowning on. Nobody's getting mad, by the way. Nobody even cares. <laughs> y'all getting mad at me because I'm clowning on. We trying to do guns down, gloves up. That's what you kept saying. Guns down, gloves up. We set an example for the kids. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're smoking a blunt, illegally fighting people like they're chickens mm-hmm. in an indoor soccer arena in Central Florida. Like, what example are you setting here? I, I guess, like, if everybody you know just shoots people, this is the, this is the good example. It's the PG version. Yeah. yeah. Like, my idea of a good example would be, like, you know, f- get a good job and, and mm-hmm. make money and progress in your career and buy a home. Mm-hmm. These guys are like, we want to set a good example, so I'm going to kick you in the chest <laughs> in front of this soccer net illegally while everybody smokes hookah around us. <laughs> And the funniest part, dude. One of my favorite parts is they had a ring card girl mm-hmm. stripper, stripper, with a with a what could only be described as a hilariously sized fake butt. <laughs> it can only Drake has Drake has that lyric where he says, I'm, "I'm with a girl whose ass is so big that it's partly embarrassing." And I, I this is how I think any man that dates her would feel. <laughs> I mean, it's she was attractive. It's not she wasn't attractive. Like I'm not gonna say say she wasn't good looking, but. The ass was so big that it was like it was f- it was funny. <laughs> like I get why for the guys there it was hot and they enjoyed it, but it was also funny. Mm-hmm. It was geometrically preposterous. She yeah. looked like a Picasso painting, dude. <laughs> it was like it was literally shaped like a capital C. Just an exaggeration, dude. She literally looked like a Picasso. Just like <laughs> when he's got like the tits out to here, and then there's like skinny here, and then the mm-hmm. ass is just like a big circle. Like that's what it looked like, dude. <laughs> it looked like she was made out of fucking Tinker Toys. <laughs> It was ridiculous, dude. And so she was a ring card girl. So she's supposed to announce, like, hold up the sign, round one, then round two, round three. And usually at a regular fight, 
The rounds are two minutes long, and for about 15 to 20 seconds, the ring card girl walks around in a bikini, looks hot, and then holds up the ring card signs, and then gets out of the ring. Mm-hmm. She was between <laughs> rounds in there for about five to six minutes every time. Yeah. I mean, like, we're talking six minutes of, like, hardcore twerking, pulling, literally pulling her pants down. Mm-hmm. Remember she's pulling her pants down? Yeah. Getting dollar bills thrown at her like she's at the strip club. Mm-hmm. And then Mike, the guy who's, like, screaming, like, yo, you got the shit slapped out of you when the guys are fighting, the host, he's like, oh, shit, man, that ass shaking. Y'all can't handle that type of cake. <laughs> Man, I don't know what's crazier, that knockout or, or, or Sky's ass. He's going, man, look at those cheeks, fellas. I know y'all getting hard. Y'all, y'all getting all hot and bothered here. <laughs> Pay attention to the fight, fellas. I'm like, dude, it sounds like you're feeling this way. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He would say that. It's like nobody. She's twerking. I mean, there's a lot of guys looking at it. Some guys are throwing dollar bills. But everyone's just kind of looking at her ass and mm-hmm. just like probably casually enjoying it, sipping their beer. And this guy's like, yo, y'all acting crazy. Yo, y'all, y'all can't stop staring at the booty. I'm like, dude, you're the only one who feels this way. Mm-hmm. You're leading the charge on this, dude. It's ridiculous. It was, uh, it was an interesting, it was an interesting shoot, though. Yeah. It was a very interesting shoot. Police showed up. So. Police showed up. We had to leave. Police broke it down. Yeah. Police broke. He's like, yo, man, we trying to set a good example for the kids. It's just a backwood rolled in his fucking ear. <laughs> we trying to set a good example for the kids, dog. The fuck. So funny. That's also like what kids... There was no kids there. No, not a single kid. It was like a bunch of 38-year-old dude with face tattoos. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Everybody was like born in 1980-fucking-two and was like covered in tats. Like, there's no children here. Mm-hmm. We was trying to set a good example for the kids. It's like, dude, it's 1 a.m. on a Saturday night. I don't think there's going to be any third graders in attendance. <laughs> Probably not. Dude, but... uh, God, man. Did you see the... Uh, did you see the anti-vax like protest that happened in staten island i did not dude it is so funny it is like the most staten island italian guido thing ever Mm -hmm. so a bunch of anti-vaxxers in staten island wanted to make a stance and tell the new york state government that they do not agree with the vaccine mandates with the mask mandates whatever so they were going to walk in maskless into an indoor place unvaccinated and show that they protest right mm-hmm. and they were going to chant fuck you biden you'd think where are they going to do this you know go to albany go to the new york state capitol building are they going to do it outside um the the, the mayor's house you know mm-hmm. are they going to do it there are they going to go to uh, some type of political fundraiser and, and maybe do it there. You know what I mean? Are they going to do it in a somewhere like uh, the Port Authority or JFK Airport or somewhere where it's going to get a lot of attention and there's a lot of travel and there might be important people there and there's going to be a lot of eyes on them. You'd think if you want to get the message across, that is the best idea to do it. Mm. These folks decided that I am wrong. That wouldn't be the best location. So they decided to do the protest at a Staten Island mall food court. Which go. has got to be the most Guido thing ever to be like, dude, like what they're doing to us is fucking wrong. And I, I dude, I don't stand for it whatsoever. Like we're, we're not fucking taking this, dude. You're not going to tell us we had to stay home. You're not going to tell us we got to get the shot. And we're going to protest. And we're also going to get some garlic knots. Okay? So, I mean, I'm good. Look, I'm standing up for my rights and I'm getting a sub. Because I can't protest without salami in my stomach. That's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't. Dude, these guys needed... Like, they couldn't stand up against the government without Panda Express. <laughs> like, they were like, dude, I mean, or we, I mean, I know I know, we're, like, standing up for our rights or nothing, but what are we going to, I'm not going to have low main? 
right? Nothing's going to fuel the liberty like some orange chicken. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny. It's a bunch of guidos like buying Jordan 1s <laughs> in between protests of the vaccine mandate. Mm. It's fucking great, dude. <laughs> So fucking funny, dude. The, the, the video is hilarious. It's just a bunch of like old Italian people chanting "fuck you, Biden." I will say, I don't have beef with Biden. Biden's fine, you know. No, 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 uh, no beef between me and Joey B. But I will say, this new trend of people just going in public and chanting "fuck you, Biden" is hilarious. Yeah, the fact that it's because it's also it's just so funny because like he's just this like frail old man. Like, I'm sure he's, like, a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He probably has no idea that he's even the president. <laughs> I mean, he's 173 years old. Mm-hmm. He's, he's tapped, dude. Kamala's running the show. He's just this old, friendly man that they fucking shove on TV once every five months. And he goes, well, it's your American duty just to look out to your fellow Americans. <laughs> it just sounds like he's hammered all the time. You know, mm. he's on whatever fucking old people heart medication they're giving him. He's just dizzy, like nodding out. <laughs> and it's, everybody's chanting, fuck you, Biden. Like, they're just saying, like, fuck you to this, like, old man who's out of it, dude. Like, mm. you know what I mean? It's not even like, like, if it was like a fuck you Cuomo or fuck you AOC, because they're in it, you know? Yeah. Those type of people. Nancy Pelosi, she's an old, she's an old bat, but she's still in it. She's she's involved in the decision making process. She knows what policies she wants to enact, which ones she wants to reject. She knows, you know, what lobbyists she needs to appease. She's as as old as she is. She's old as dirt. She's fucking tapped in. Joey B's out of it. Mm. It's literally like a bunch of people across the country just saying "fuck you" to like a guy in a nursing home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like a guy like drinking prune juice and shit mm. on his oxygen tank. And you're like, hey man, fuck you. <laughs> He's like just trying to eat his applesauce, dude. It's hilarious. Mm. It's so funny because like when the hate for Trump was happening, which there was even more of, but it's like at least Trump can like take it because it's he's you know Trump's a shit talker. Mm-hmm. It's interesting they're they're close to the same age, but Trump's got the energy of like uh, like a fucking frat boy, like a twenty year old, like yeah, like fraternity president. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's got the energy of a guy who's, like, grabbing girls' asses and, like, doing keg stands and then, like, hazing freshmen. <laughs> dude, he would have hazed the shit out of Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, remember when we were in fucking... Ugh, dude. I, we talk about it all the time. We were in Florida State, and there was that... The kid was giving us the tour of their frat house that we were in at Florida State University, and he fucking took us to this, like, little, almost, like crawl space or like storage space and it was like all concrete and it was like behind a fake like wooden door and it might have like the the height of it you had to like crawl up there and i don't think you could have stood right Mm. like you could probably only crawl on your hands and knees yeah that was it there's no standing no it was because the ceilings the ceilings might have been like four feet high at most five feet high you couldn't stand in there you have to like be on your hands and knees and it's like dark there's no windows or light and it's like just cobwebs and cement. I mean, it looked like where you like store a body. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, we fuck up pledges in here. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what is this Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> you out of your mind? Just, dude, we fuck up pledges in here. He's like trying to brag to me and chase. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it's not like, we're not like, fuck yeah, dude, torture. Like literal, literal torture. <laughs> Didn't he say like Ted Bundy used it? 
too. There was like tunnels under there that they kind of paved up or something like that. Yeah, Bundy used to fucking fuck around over there. Yeah. I mean, if Bundy was going to do some killing, I, I I don't think it was good that he'd do it anywhere, but if I had to choose a college room to do that, it would be Florida State. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Tallahassee. Yeah, you could have left the girls alone. I wish he fucking raped some of those frat dudes. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. No, they're just obnoxious and annoying, dude. Oh, those fucking guys. Mm-hmm. Right? I tried to burn it out of my brain, so thank you for bringing it back up. Yeah, I always bring it back up. You, you never, you, you want to leave it in the past. Yeah, it's been done. The place blows, dude. It was a 20-hour day. Ugh. It went nonstop. God, it was so annoying, bro. <laughs> we fuck up pledges in here. All right, dude, I, that's, that's good that you beat up young men mm-hmm. in this crawl space, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Why is that? Some, he was, like, so proud of it. Like, this is what you like to do. You like to just beat the shit out of these young kids in this weird little dusty, like, cubby hole? It's a hobby. Yeah, what are you fucking... What the fuck? What are you fucking Muammar Gaddafi? <laughs> out of your mind? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, it's fucking dope. That's like... When you see those frat guys, because they did that when I was at Syracuse, too. They would, like, piss on people and, like, beat them up. And, like, make them walk around, like, walk on their hands and knees with, like, cinder blocks, like, duct taped to their leg. <laughs> it was so weird. My friends were like, yeah, we had cinder blocks duct taped to our, our forearms and legs at all times. And we had to crawl around on our hands and knees for, like, two straight days. I was like, are you insane? <laughs> like, what? Like, what? How was that worth it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you have to interact with these kids on a daily basis after that. That's the number one thing. You have to interact with the people that were your torturers. Mm-hmm. It's like if John McCain was like hanging out with the people that made him a fucking POW. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he can't lift his arms, but he's still like dapping him up real low down here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like doing really low daps because he can't lift his arms past mm-hmm. here. Like what do you – come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little weird. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, it's like if Ariel Castro's victims were like, yeah, now me and Ariel are boys. Mm-hmm. We fucking go to the mixers together. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. It's insane. And it's like, I, why would you want to be friends with those kids who, who took pleasure in beating the fuck out of you? Yeah. You know, I, Ariel Castro's victims do not want to hang out with Ariel. He's dead now. But still, you know. And the other thing is like, there's no way the amount of fun you have at the frat is was like how fun being in the frat is weighed outweighed like how much it sucked to like be pissed on by some yuppie. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no way. <laughs> you were in a frat, but it wasn't like a they didn't beat no. the shit out of you. No, they didn't beat the shit out of you. You just like stayed up for a while, had to like talk to every kid and like just do random like chore shit i guess at the frat i mean you know just clean up after parties work the parties like that shit yeah that's pretty normal stuff yeah i didn't get punched in the face so or peed on or peed on or get cinder blocks or suck a guy's tape. dick or suck dude, a none cock. of that dude, yeah. there's gotta be somewhere you're just like dude you gotta suck our cocks oh there definitely is it's not gay it's just like for for brotherhood <laughs> it's like okay okay dude you sure you're not gay because you peed on me and i'm sucking your dick for a fucking <laughs> It's got to be great to be a closeted gay guy and pledge a frat, right? For sure. You're just like psyched to get pissed on. Well, there's a gay frat at Rutgers. They're probably having a great time, honestly. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That was probably a party, dude. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Just fuck all your boys all day? The hazing is you have to fuck a woman. 
You have, you have to eat pussy while you're pledging. <laughs> Do it for us. Come on, you little bitch. Fuck that pussy. <laughs> for the brotherhood. <laughs> a gay frat. That does sound like a ball, dude. Yeah. Gay dudes have a great time. I'm sure they did. They have a, I, I had a bunch of gay friends in New York because I worked at restaurants in New York and I was usually one of the only straight men that worked there because mm. the people who hire aren't idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Good looking gay guys and women. Because mm-hmm. when you have a straight dude, you're like, oh, fucking, yeah, we don't have the salad. And like, is there any way you could like substitute this on the other salad? And you're like, nah. <laughs> nah. It was great. Um, but gay dudes have a fun time, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a big party. Yeah. Real big party. Every gay guy I hang out with, they're always a fun time. They're a great time. They love the party. They love to hang out. Mm-hmm. They make like off-color jokes. That you can still, around a lot of gay guys, you could still make like, Race jokes, sexist jokes. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're kind of antiquated in that way. Yeah. In a good way. Their humor is still this like kind of mean, raw humor. Dark. Yeah, it's dark. It's mean. It's like very like cutthroat. It's inappropriate. It's perfect. It really mm-hmm. is. They're a good comedy audience because you can you can say whatever you want. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's great. Florida, Florida, the, the elderly here in Florida are a good comedy audience. I'll the say elderly. Well, like not the elderly. Like I would say like 56 year olds. Cause I, I came from the Northeast. That's where I did comedy, started comedy, Boston, mm. and then New York. Most of them moved down here anyway, bro. They're fucking, when they're up there, they're all fucking prim and proper with this like Irish Catholic guilt. And they act like they're fucking better than you. How could you say that around me? I'm a man of God. I'm, I have a job in a fucking uh, Toyota Camry. Oh, like they think they're like better than you. Cause they have some shitty boat and they don't want you to like be inappropriate around them. And it's like, what are you a fucking pastor? Shut the fuck up down here. They're, they're here to party, party mm-hmm. out their last 20 years. They want to get wasted. They want to do drugs and they want to fucking, you know, ride a jet ski and eat a fucking, you know, burger. They're fine. They don't give a shit what you make fun of. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have no worldly ties anymore. They have yeah. no ties to any moral stance, you know? There's no part of them that thinks like I shouldn't be hearing this and shouldn't laugh at this because it's wrong and other people will know I'm laughing at something that's wrong mm-hmm. and I don't want to be viewed that way because none of them they own life is a party for them mm-hmm. so there's no viewing you that way you know what I mean there's no um there's no social image to keep up when you're a Florida retiree they're in heaven already yeah dude they're, they're just long fucking gone. and drinking and playing pickleball <laughs> they could give a shit about anything else it's great them yeah gay guys are good gay guys are a solid audience um did you see the John Jones thing no what John Jones do he got arrested in Vegas that he was he got inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame and John Jones was in Vegas for like 10 hours and he got arrested on domestic battery because he went out drinking with his buddies and he came home and then he beat up his fiance in front of their three children. Jesus. I mean, the guy is just insane. And the thing is, John Jones is, in my opinion, a horrific person and probably a sociopath. But in addition to that, there's always something about John Jones' arrest where it's like, dude, you're out of your mind for doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's horrible to beat up your spouse or your family or anybody. But, like, there's a lot of scumbags who do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you see that and you're like, scumbag, but I've seen it before, right? John Jones is always, there's always one detail about the arrest or the crime where you're like, the fuck? Yeah. So this one, they said John Jones got arrested, and while he was being cuffed, he started resisting arrest, and he resisted arrest by, once they finally got the cuffs on him, 
he took a full windup and he headbutted the hood of the cop car. Jesus. And they said he put a substantially sized dent into the hood of the cop car. So imagine he's getting arrested. He's like, fuck off me. I don't want to do this. He's already beating up his wife in front of their kids. And they finally get the cuffs on him. He goes, <laughs> and just headbutts the fuck out of the hood of their car. I mean, insane, dude. Yeah. He's insane. He did the classic, like, you could tell he's a narcissist because he posted an Instagram story where he was like, I have too much trauma to keep drinking. Alcohol from this day forward will be a thing of the past. I'll use this moment and I'll work harder than I ever worked. Gotta grind, keep moving, keep pushing forward. It's like, what does that have to do with the fact that you were beating the fuck out of your wife? Yeah. Like, what does that... Like, you beat your fiancé's ass. It's literally all about him. Mm -hmm. I have trauma, which means, you know, everything I did is null and void. Mm Because I'm the guy with trauma. And I will work harder from this and be an even better athlete. It's like, who was even talking about that? (laughs) We're wondering why you're beating up your spouse, dude. Nobody's like, I wonder if he's going to work tries today. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, dude, sucks that he beat up his fiancé, but I hope he works a little harder on the speed bag. You know what I mean? Like, nobody was thinking. He's literally bent. It's like an Instagram story. He's like bench pressing. Jesus. It's like, dude, nobody cares about your three rep max right now. We're wondering why you beat up the love of your life. You psycho. Psycho. One time he got arrested in Albuquerque, and he was running around. He was running around. He was driving around in his car in Albuquerque, John Jones. And he got arrested because he was driving through Albuquerque, chugging a bottle of mezcal. And speeding in his Porsche and shooting a gun in the air. Jesus. So he's just going in between chugging from a bottle of mezcal and firing a pistol into the air. I mean, it's like, dude, what are you like? What kind of weird cowboy fantasy are you living out? Mm. You know what I mean? There's always a weird detail. They're like, yeah, John Jones, he got arrested. It's not just DUI. It's never just DUI. So like John Jones got arrested. No, John Jones got arrested and they found literally an empty bottle of mezcal and a handgun under the car. <laughs> They're like, we heard gunshots. It's like, he's like, oh, no, I just went went for a drive. That's what he said. I, I watched the police body cam footage. He's like, just went for a drive. <laughs> it's like, dude, this is your drive. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're like, ah, kind of cooked up in the house. I feel like going for a drive. Let me get my fucking Smith & Weston in this bottle of Mezcal. <laughs> Go to Walmart. <laughs> oh, God, dude. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, you're like, ah, go grab some food. Mm-hmm. You know, drive to, the, drive to one of my favorite restaurants. It's a little dry, but I like it. <laughs> Just shooting your gun in the air and fucking chugging tequila from the bottle. Psycho. Psycho. But look, we wish him the best here. Right. John Jones. He's a he's a complete lunatic and probably a horrific person, but And he'll be on the podcast one day. John will be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. John's a John's a real John's a terrifying individual. <laughs> he's like, I have too much trauma. It's like, dude, I think you caused yourself all this trauma. <laughs> You're like a bad person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a guy with way too much trauma to be drinking all the time. I'm like, what? I think everybody else around you has trauma <laughs> because you're a, a bad guy. <laughs> like, dude, what a, immediately to be like, I have too much trauma to drink. It's like, no, you need to be less of a psychotic, evil narcissist, maybe, John. Maybe that would be good. Great fighter, fun to watch. I don't like him, though. He's like, too, too bad. There's certain guys who, they're too bad of people, and... I think if you're going to be a piece of shit, like a bad person, for me to not feel like, ugh, I hate you, you have to be cartoonishly like funny. Like Tucker Carlson's definitely a, 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 a I would I would say he's could be an evil man, you know. 
there's signs that Tucker Carlson's a very bad man. But the way he talks and the way he looks are both hilarious to me. He looks like a weird clay cartoon, like grown man frat boy, and he talks with this. Oh, 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 this is this is a violation of human rights. And he speaks with that weird pacing. I can't help but laugh at a Tucker Carlson. I can't help but laugh at a Donald Trump. You know? Mm. What do you What are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? They're funny. There's something funny about them. You know? Mm-hmm. George W. Bush, war criminal. Kind of funny. <laughs> Not a good guy. Kind of funny. You know? Even Epstein. They said he had an egg-shaped dick. Little dick. <laughs> Weirdo. Prince Andrew is a pedophile on Epstein's Island. They interview him, and he's just like accidentally admitting to like fucking girls. He's like stumbling over every word. <laughs> it's, it's like the worst interview ever. I'm like, this guy's evil, but this is hilarious. Yeah. John Jones is one of those guys where it's like, he's never really funny. He's just bad. Yeah. Like he's, he's not a cartoon. Mm. He's just like a creepy psycho. He's the dog that has to be put down. Yeah, put him down, dude. <laughs> put him down. What is he? Come on. No bueno. But um, speaking of athletes, uh, one of my sworn enemies here on the podcast, I have two sworn enemies. The first, and these are very well documented. If you're an avid listener of the podcast, you know the two people who we have beef with here on the show who are definitely not welcome as guests. One of them is Andrew Cuomo, former governor of New York State. We, the beef will never subside. He will always be my enemy. And the other one is New York Nets shooting guard uh, Kyrie Irving. Point guard, whatever. Uh, Brooklyn Nets point guard. Fucking who cares? I hate Kyrie Irving. Mm. Kyrie Irving, Andrew Cuomo, you can both get the hands. Okay? I don't like either of them. Mm. Not a fan. Not a fucking fan. Kyrie, is a- Kyrie had to take time off of basketball because... He was just too torn up about what's going on in the world right now. You know, he's like pretending to be this like brilliant social activist. He's like, things are just so bad. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. and he's like, dude, I mean, he got a water bottle thrown at him in Boston and like, fuck that guy who threw a water bottle. But he's like, you can't deny the underlying racism. <laughs> it's like, I didn't hear any slur when he threw the water bottle. I mean, you can't deny that the guy's an underlying fucking moron. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. He's an idiot. You know, ban him for life. But he immediately was like, you know, with everything going on in the world today, it's like, God, dude, are you going to pontificate again for us mm-hmm. here at the press conference at the Barclays Center? Relax, dude. And then before that, people forget. He's trying to be this, like, socially conscious guy who's like, dude, I just, like, I can't even play basketball because I'm, like, so worried about, like, all, all the misfortune people in the world, you know? It's like, dude, a year ago you were a flat earther. <laughs> Legit flat earther. Legit. You're straight up flat earther. And now... He's a hardcore anti-vaxxer, and he says that he won't get vaccinated, and then if the Nets make him vaccinate, he'll leave the team, but he won't play for anywhere else, and he'll just retire. So he said he'll retire. Interesting. I would love for that to happen because I want LeBron to win another <laughs> ring. So if Kyrie retires, he'll win. Because mm-hmm. also they changed that rule. There was a rule where James Harden, Trey Young, mostly James Harden, he would do it more than James Harden did it more than any other team last season. You could do this thing where you draw a foul. You just, when the defender's on you, you jump into the air and, like, slam your body against them, and then you just chuck up the ball. Mm-hmm. You didn't intend for it to go in, but you just chuck it up towards the net, and it technically counts as you got fouled. Mm-hmm. So it's basically called drawing a foul. So you could just fling yourself at the defender and chuck the ball into nowhere and go to the foul line for two shots. So James Harden spends a whole game on the foul line. They changed that rule, so you can't do that. Fuck you, James Harden. <laughs> and... So James Harden's going to be weakened by that rule. And Kyrie is a fucking anti-vax flat earther who doesn't want to get the vaccine. Dude, it's like 
ugh, this guy. Somehow, across the board, he does something that makes me, like, want to make fun of him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's fucking pompously like, dude, I I just can't even play because I'm just, like, so worried about what's going on in Palestine. Remember that? Palestine. That's why you couldn't play basketball. Palestine. Mm -hmm. I I bet they'd love the vaccine in Palestine, dude. I'm sure they'd love some fucking vaccines down there. You moron. I can't stand him, dude. Hate him. Hate him. (laughs) Hate him. Not a friend of the show. He just has, he's always got a stance, and the stance is always kind of stupid, mm-hmm. and he's always very arrogant about making the stance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't really pay attention to anything basketball, so <laughs> I'm just saying Chase yeah. was like, I have, no, I, have no, I have no feelings about this. No. <laughs> I know LeBron's pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's so funny. That's and you Philly know hates that. Ben Simmons. That's all I know. Oh, bro, Ben Simmons said he won't play. Ben Simmons is going to sit out this year. I don't know what his career is going to become because – his contract is massive, and he played so bad, and now he's going to hold out because he doesn't want to play in Philly. Yeah. But then, like, how are they going to – Well, according to the Philly Sports Radio when I was uh, back home, 94.1, they were saying uh, they were in talks to get Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons. Like, it was a possibility. Cause, Dude, the Nets would literally never do that. Exactly. Why That's would they why, ever do that? Well, this is how Philly people talk on the radio. They're like, Ben Simmons, he's the worst – Forget every, just basketball. Every sport, every city, the worst player of all ben time. Ben Simmons, he's got to go. <laughs> he's got to go. <laughs> go. Get him out of here. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yeah, I mean, he's brutal. I mean, I can't imagine being that bad in front of Philly sports fans. Yeah, it's it's leaving them thinking they could get Kyrie Irving for him. That's I mean, where how, Philly's at right That's now. insanely delusional. Yeah. Brutal. Jalen Hurts got smoked, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he should be kicked out of the city, too. Yeah. Are you worried about him as a quarterback? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. He, he's probably going to have to go after this year. <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys fucked you guys up. Prime huh? time. Oh, yeah. Prime time. Not good. Monday night football. Yeah. They put up a lot of points in the defense. Maybe give Jalen one more season, but this new coach, man, ran the ball two times with Sanders, the main running back. Really? Two times. Was he just trying to pass every every play? I guess so. Or he didn't even have many plays. God, Because he couldn't get one completion. It's pretty, pretty much. brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Did he uh, – Hurts threw a pick six, right? I think he uh, did. Yeah, somebody yes, jumped the yes, route. Yes, yeah, it was like a screen. They mm. jumped the route, just ran it right back. Yeah, it began the second half. No bueno. No. Joshy, baby, had a great game. I'm glad. Go Bills, baby. <laughs> Go fucking Bills, baby. Dude, fucking put up 43 points. Guy had five touchdowns. Didn't even play most of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. 340 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. He like, completed like 76% of his passes. Guy's got a fucking huge cock, dude. <laughs> He's the fucking man, dude. I'm not gay, but if you asked me to suck his dick, I'd have to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I love my family. That's why. <laughs> and my family would want me to do that. If it meant for him to stay in Buffalo, I would do it. I love him, dude. Everybody in Buffalo, like, they love him more than life itself. Yeah, I've never seen that city love a human being like this. Not he's, even close. He's a messiah, man. He really is. Like they treat, dude. If Jesus came back and went to Western New York, they'd be like, "Fucking who cares, dude?" They'd be like, "Dude, not Josh." You know what I mean? Like, what? What's your deep ball look like, Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Do you think What's Jesus would be a good like? quarterback? Can you scramble, Jesus? Huh? <laughs> huh? No, I think back then everybody's like five foot four, right? <laughs> Two thousand years ago. I mean, evolution doesn't happen that quickly, but the five ten guys, the guy in the Coliseum, yeah, that's it. yeah, dude. No, I don't fucking. I don't want Jesus as a quarterback. <laughs> Jesus can't hold a fucking candle to Josh Allen, dude. 
Come on. Jesus is not going to complete 76% of his passes. You're going to need a fucking miracle to do that, baby. <laughs> we got our miracle. His name's Josh fucking Allen, dude. It's great. We're playing the Texans this week. They suck dick. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Maybe it's better to lose week one of football. I know, dude, because like, they put up 78 points in the last two weeks. Yeah. 78 points in two games. Fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Average 39 points a game. Crazy. <laughs> in week one, we sucked. The, the line was terrible. Got those fat fucks on a treadmill, apparently. <laughs> you bastards. Not fucking protecting Joshy. I know. It was... And the, and the Steelers suck. Yeah. And the Chiefs are one and two. Fuck the Chiefs, dude. And the Chiefs are going to kill the Eagles. <laughs> oh, you guys are playing the Eagles? Got, you guys are playing the Chiefs? They got Chiefs, Panthers, Bucks, Raiders. Oh. They're going to be one and six. <laughs> dude, my heart just sank for you. Yeah. That's brutal. You guys are going to get your ass kicked. I know. I don't think you're going to win any of those games. I think Minshew's going to get some playing time. I'm excited. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So you, you're you at that point. You want to put in Garner Minshew. Yeah. Well, my boy was in town. I was like, dude, they better just put Flacco in. Is that your boy? Your boy? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love it. He's like, but I like Minshew more. Dude, so. I like Minshew. You guys got Flacco on the team? Yeah. He's the second. And then Minshew's the third? Minshew's the third. God, Joe Flacco still plays football? <laughs> Jesus. You know what? I could be ready to buy his jersey. Win two games. God. Um, let me see who the Bills are playing. Bills Bills got... Well, yeah, not that easy. I mean, we got Texans, and we got Chiefs-Titans. Those are two decently difficult games. Mm-hmm. And then we have Dolphins, Jags, Jets, Colts, Saints, Patriots. Jesus. We're going to run through that. <laughs> and then we have Bucks, panthers and then we have Patriots, Falcons, Jets. Damn. Which we're going to kill. Let's say Chiefs, Titans, we win one of those games. So we'll be – and we're going to win the Texans. We'll be 3-1. and one. Let's say we lose to the Chiefs, we'll be 3-2. and two. And then we'll beat the Titans, we'll be 4-2. and 5-2 and two against the Dolphins. 6-2 and two against the Jags. 7-2 against the Jets. 8-2 and two against the Colts. 9-2 and two against the Saints. 10-2 and two against the Pats. Probably 10-3 and three against the Bucks. We'll probably lose to the Bucks. And then Panthers up in the air. I think we'll probably beat the Panthers. That would be eleven and three, dude. We probably we might go like fourteen and three. There you go. I wouldn't be. I would not be shocked. Fourteen and three, thirteen and four. Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, dude, we have a chance. The defense is playing great. Our running game's good. Mm-hmm. Dude, my buddy has this thing. So fucking annoying, dude. His new thing is like he has to just take a stance on the most m- minor thing. Mm-hmm. You say something, he's not only being a contrarian, he, he like, is rooted in this stance. Like, no, this is it. Dude, I literally was, like, talking about the Bills. I was like, Zach Moss, our running back. I was, we're talking about how great Allen played. I was like, Zach Moss. And he, he preface this, he listens to all the sports talk radio and these fucking football podcasts, and he yeah. thinks he's, you know, he thinks he's Tony Dungy. <laughs> it's, it, it's infuriating. It's like you work at a bank. Shut up. Relax, dude. I'm literally like, you were yeah, dude. Yeah, Josh played great. Yeah, he's amazing. I was like, dude, Zach Moss, a running back. I was like, Zach Moss played great too, man. Zach Moss two games in a row. He's pretty good, man. He goes, he's fine. I was like, I mean, he played really well. He's like, yeah, whatever. He's fine. Whatever. I was like, why are you being so dismissive? Like, he played well, right? Pretty good. He's like, yeah, I mean, he's a running back. Who cares? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, if the offensive line played badly, he would play badly. They played well, so he played well. He's a running back. Running backs don't matter. I was like, they don't matter. And he's like, yeah, it don't matter. And I was like, Derrick Henry. Compared with a bad running back, that doesn't matter. Not really. He's like, not really. <laughs> the line, the line matters more. I'm like, I know the line matters more, but the running back 
can play good or bad, just like any position. He's like, running backs really don't matter. I'm like, dude, if they didn't matter, why wouldn't they save money and have the punter be the running back? <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't they do that? Mm-hmm. Have the punter be the running back. Why wouldn't they get a bartender like fucking Vince Papali and throw him in at running back, huh? Right? The equipment manager, let him take a couple snaps. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it has to matter somewhat. There's millions of dollars at hand here. Ugh, drives you crazy, dude. Yeah. The takes. He's got these takes, dude. Just the repeat of other people's takes? Yeah, he heard some fucking asshole who lives in Cheektowaga, New York, say that running backs don't matter because of a blah, 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 or they said it on, like, the fucking, you know, whatever. Whatever, dude. Trent Dilfer <laughs> said something about running backs. Some He likes these, like, nerdy stack guys, which, like, I can get into sometimes. Zach Lowe is, like, a very nerdy stack guy, and I listen to his podcast for basketball. But sometimes it's just, like, good. I mean, sometimes it's just like I'm like, where did you hear this? Where did you? Hear? My other buddy was telling me he's like, during the during game one uh, week one when we were losing, he was like, our coach is Sean McDermott. He's like, this 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 uh, this roster's outgrown Sean McDermott. That's the same buddy kept saying that. this roster's outgrown Sean McDermott. My other friend was like, what does that mean? Literally, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. The roster has outgrown him. Literally, what? What? It's just like regurgitating things from these analysts. Yeah, it's when sports fans get out of control. So just watch the game and have a fucking beer and a cheeseburger and shut the fuck up with this, like, deep analysis. Mm-hmm. You're not Peyton Manning. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you, Tony Romo? You're like, oh, actually, running back. <laughs> the running back has to matter. Why would we draft one? Mm-hmm. Why would anybody have one? We should never have one. Put Jesus in. Put Jesus in at fucking running back, dude. Yeah. See how he'd... I'd rather have Jesus at running back than quarterback, <laughs> you know? Because we get rid of, like, Devin Singletary. Runs on water. Yeah, dude, that's a good point. He did run on water. Mm-hmm. He he's did run on water. He's, got, he's light on his feet. I wonder what his 40 is. Dude, Jesus is 40? You got to think that weird tunic he wears could create some drag. <laughs> also, those fucking sandals they used to wear, you're not going to do well on that. No. If you could get Jesus in some Nike cleats, he might be able to run a fast 40. But if he's wearing those goofy-ass sandals, no fucking way. No. Right? <laughs> I would love if Jesus made his hair into dreads like Richard Sherman. <laughs> People are tackling Jesus by his hair. He's like, I'm the son of God. They're like, fuck you, pussy. <laughs> you can't tackle me. I'm the son of God. Your fucking face. <laughs> like, stop it over. It was like a Dominican Sue. <laughs> I'm the son of God. You can't do that to me. Pick six. <laughs> Pick six. Straight to the house. Straight to heaven, right? <laughs> In your fucking face, Jesus. You little bitch. <laughs> Go back to Jerusalem, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so great just watch Jesus get his ass kicked in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, fellas. That is the end of the podcast this week. Um, check out our new show on Snapchat. Left, right, center. Me and Chase Zarian put it together. We work very hard on it. We're very proud of it. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, check that out. Check out Excuse Me What, the show we've been doing forever, our, our baby. And, uh, you know, like and subscribe wherever you listen to this. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at Luke.Tuman. Follow Chase on Instagram at Chase Zarian and on his YouTube channel, Chilling with Chase. Great, but there's nothing. <laughs> but there's nothing. Uh, 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 a currently vacant YouTube channel. Yeah, it's okay, dude. Planning phases. It's all right. Yeah, did that. You did that workout video. I will say the workout video 
Jokes aside, it's, it's, it is inspiring. Right. Dude, the before and after pictures mm-hmm. of anybody really do it for you. Yeah. When you're trying to lose weight, you're like, I mean, fuck. There's something, there's something nice to know about it. Like, it's nice to know that there's a certain amount of science behind it. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, if I just eat this many calories and do this shit and eat like this amount of protein, something's going to happen. Yeah. You know? It's science. It can't mm-hmm. not happen. It's going to work. That's when everybody's like, I can't lose weight. It's like, what you're doing something literally wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, it's science. <laughs> Did I tell you my buddy? Before we go, I'm going to trash my friend Dylan, and then we'll get on. Okay. My buddy Dylan goes, Did he literally goes, uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, I was losing weight, and then I plateaued, blah, blah, blah. I talk about like how sometimes he slips up with his diet. I'm like, dude, you just got to incorporate more cardio. It'll, it'll like free up more calories, and then if you have a cheat day, you've been doing cardio all the time, it's all right. Like You're not going to be that fucked up in the game. Mm-hmm. You can probably lose weight at a slower rate, but you still lose weight. He's like, yeah, you know. I'm like, dude, you're trying to lose weight and you never do cardio. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, he's like, he just, he's like too late. He just doesn't want to do cardio. <laughs> he just has this like fat guy mentality. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. do cardio. And he goes, yeah, dude, but my lift, the way I lift, it's like a cardio workout. <laughs> and I was like, literally, literally, no, it's not. <laughs> Science, biologically, no, it is not. It is not like a cardio workout. Also, I've lifted with him. Mm-hmm. Kids doing lateral raises with like 15 pounds. I, I, it's not exactly a cardio workout, dude. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but you're, you know, this is, I, I wouldn't really could classify this as CrossFit here. Mm-hmm. We're just like, hang, we spend most of the time hanging out. We're just like talking shit and like on our phones. And he does like really lightweight workouts. He's like, dude, it's like a cardio workout. I'm like, okay, well, good luck with that. Just go on a walk, man. Just go on a walk, dude. That's, all that, you that's a lot of guys say that. Just yeah. go on a walk. I've been walking every day because of my day. back, but. So yeah. gets gets the job done. Yeah, get a little cardio in. Mm-hmm. A little cardio, a little walk. Nice three mile walk. Yeah, it's I nice. like that. I like that, dude. Well, hey, you know where to follow us. You know where to find us. We'll catch you next week, fellas. Peace. Peace.